Welcome to College Prep Confidential, empowering your student with the elite tools they need to get accepted to their dream university. Discover test-taking blueprints from Ivy League professionals, financial aid secrets to get more money for school, and mindset tips for a better college future. Now, please welcome your host, Don Sevcik. It's 2.39 a.m. I'm lying in a puddle of my own drool. I'm half awake in a daze, and I can't tell whether I'm dreaming or not. I hear my 11-month-old son shrieking. Now, usually, when he cries, my wife or I find a way to make him stop crying. Not this time. He's belting out a pure guttural cry, enough to melt the paint on the walls. I'm worried the neighbors might just call the cops. I roll over in a stupor and I see my wife visibly frustrated. She tells me she's nursed him twice, yet he won't stop crying and he won't go to sleep. So I stagger to my feet and I go to my crying baby playbook to try and help. First, I tried the pacifier fail. Chewable puffs to eat? Nope. How about singing? Try again. Take them in the cool, dark, quiet basement? Denied. I give him a toy. He threw it across the room. Now at this point, I'm desperate. My son's cries continue at full blast like Vuvuzela's at the World Cup. Not once in 11 months since my son was born has the entire baby crying playbook failed. So at this point, I'm in a bad spot. I'm out of options. I'm at a loss for what to do. In a strange moment of desperation, I decide to walk outside. I still can't tell you to this day why but I walked outside. Maybe it was because the temperature outside was a cool 64 degrees. Maybe it was the fresh air. But at this point, I had nothing to lose. As I swung open the door, I hear my arch nemesis, the cicadas whirring around in the night. Now I'm told cicadas only visit once every seven years. For me, it feels like they're here every single year. The whirring sound during the day drives me nuts. But I'm desperate, and beggars can't be choosers. As I open the door, I notice the cicadas have settled into a quiet hum. As I walk outside with my screaming 11-month-old son in the cool Illinois night, something unexpected happens. My son instantly jerks his head up to the treetops in the direction of the Cicada Symphony. And suddenly, he stops crying. He's mesmerized. No crying, no fussing, no complaints. He relaxes in my arms. His breathing slows down. 
I'm speechless, so I go with it. I walk him around the backyard for 15 minutes. And after that amount of time, he starts to get weary-eyed. So I bring him into the house, give him his pacifier, and he crashes. I smile wearily. I'm still in awe of what just happened. Saved by my arch enemy, the cicada. And it got me thinking, my God, it's nice to have options. Instead of being locked into limited choices, instead of feeling desperation because you have no other options. There's an old saying, by the way, desperation is the world's worst cologne. I talked about this a bit in episode one of this podcast I can think of a few things in life where you don't want to be locked in to a single decision right away. Relationships, jobs, and college prep. Now I hear a lot of yammering back and forth about early decision. It's the old, oh Don, when you know, you know. It's my dream college. Early early applying locks me in. Yeah, except that it doesn't. If you dig deeper, you'll see early applying isn't all flowers and unicorns. Let's talk about some drawbacks of early admission. You can't apply anywhere else. And if you get an offer, you have to take it. But they can still reject you. Doesn't sound too fair to me, does it? Now what about rejection? You take a risk, you commit early, and if they turn you down, you lost all that time when you could have applied to other colleges. Something may change about the college from the time you commit to the time you're accepted. Now, some examples of this include scandals, policy changes, or general changes. The college you knew four to six months ago Might not be the same college tomorrow. You cannot negotiate and play offers off each other. Remember what I said in prior episodes. Early decision puts all the power in the college's hands. You must wait and see. And just like the job market, waiting and seeing is a recipe for disaster. Why would you want to give away all of your power. Now, there's a downfall of taking what's first. Let's think about this. Would you commit to marry the first person you dated? What if you did? What if you got married quickly to that person without knowing all you need to know about that person? And then one day, you woke up and you found out the person you married was nothing like who they were when you first met. What about a job? Would you take the first job you were offered? If you did, you'd lose out on other opportunities. you lose out on counteroffers. You see, when it comes to college, dating, and jobs, you have to swear by a seven-letter word which grants you power in life. Options. Always have options. Now let me share some advice I gave a younger employee 
regarding options. And I've also covered this on Quora. Number one rule in the game of jobs, college prep, always have options. You are more attractive as a candidate when you have options. You're more relaxed when you have options. You don't reek of desperation when you have options. Having options immediately raises your value in the marketplace, and it raises the buying temperature of the people pursuing you. You give off a different vibe when you have options. Employers can see it. Colleagues can see it. The entire market can see it. When you have options, you call the shots. You are not beholden to anybody wasting your time or jerking you around. Options, my friends, makes you outcome independent. Heads you win, tails you win. Imagine if just for a moment you had two companies pursuing you and they both want you, they want you bad and they both know about each other. Now, these could be companies or colleges. Let's say Company B decides to offer you another $10,000 in salary. Now, one of two things will happen. One, Company A raises their rate to match the $10,000 that Company B offered you. Company A raises their rate to go above the $10,000. And actually, there's a third option. Company A sits there and does nothing. Now, here's the best part. Under all three scenarios, you win. At a minimum, under scenario one and scenario three, you get a $10,000 increase. And scenario two, you're going to get even more. And if you get a scenario one, you may even be able to go back and let both companies know about the new level. One of them just like poker games, may re-raise their offer to be the highest bidder. And the same thing works with college financial aid. Options. Options gives you control. And human beings love when they're in control. Tim Ferriss said it best. Options, the ability to choose, is real power. There's an old saying among negotiators. Negotiate from a position of strength. Think about it. In any negotiation between two parties, you can either be in a position of weakness, a position of even strength, or a position of power. Why wouldn't you want to rig the game in your favor and be in a position of power? Having options is like playing poker with four aces. Now, I covered this briefly in a few of the prior episodes, but it's worth diving into detail here. Here's how the game works. And hear me, my friends, when I tell you college prep is a game and you need to treat it as such. Colleges compete. And the only thing worse than a college losing a high-value candidate like you is losing you to the competition. So make sure one of your options is a competitor of your first choice college. And when the decision comes up about financial aid, you mention the competitor. 
This is another advantage of not taking early decision. You leave yourself open. Just like free agents in sports, explore the field. And even if you have a dream college in mind and you love everything about them, take some time to get at least one more offer on the table. Now you may be wondering, what other ways can I get more options for college prep? And the answer is, you get help from people who know the inner workings of the college prep process. And if you don't want to be locked into any decision until you get what you deserve, then why not get the help of people in the know? I want to help, so here's what I got for you today. For podcast listeners only, I've reserved a college prep strategy session worth $250. But for you, it's free of charge. And and what you'll get in this session is a complete walkthrough of your needs and some tips for how you can succeed with college prep. Now, you may be asking, why am I doing this? Because college prep takes a large amount of work. And for those not in the know, it's overwhelming. So if you find value out of this free strategy session that I'm offering, you may choose to come on and work with my team for a complete, done-for-you college prep package. But if not, you'll still walk away with some valuable tips for navigating the college prep maze. To get started and take advantage of this free $250 value strategy session, call one 800 234-2933. That's 1-800-234-2933. And leave your contact information with my assistant. What happens next is we'll get you booked for your free college prep strategy session worth $250. One more time, that number is 1-800-234-2933. Now, a word of warning, we have a limited number of free sessions. They fill up fast, so be sure to book yours right after hearing this episode. I want to thank you for listening, and if you take nothing else away from this episode, please hear this. Always have options. Have a great week, my friends. Thanks for listening. That's all for this episode of College Prep Confidential. To discover how to give your student a better future by increasing financial aid, improving test scores, and reducing stress, visit our website at cpcshow.com. That's cpcshow.com.